Okay, welcome to Real Talk, episode 133. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. That was terrible shots fired, but... Uh, Why was it terrible, man? I thought my my sound effects did not sound like a gun whatsoever. It could have been. <laughs> different kind. Anyway, <laughs> hey, what's Real Talk? Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. We hope to be a place where you can come, yes, you, whether you're a Christian, not a Christian, or trying to figure out life in general, what is there beyond what we see, you know? The mysteries of life, that's a weird way to say it. Bottom line is, we want to be a place where you can ask those questions. Um, so, there's a link somewhere in the description of this video or podcast, www.theremnant, that's R-E-M-N-A-N-T, dot life slash real dash talk, that's R-E-A-L. So, www.theremnant, dot life slash real dash talk. Boom, there it is. Click it, go down to submit a question, follow the prompts. Tippity-tap it into the box, Boom. provided, hit submit, goes into our database completely anonymously. Maybe you have a question about God that you've never had anyone you could ask. Maybe you've been embarrassed to ask because it involves a, kind of an awkward topic. Sure. This is the place for that. So that's the gist of it. We're just two guys, three guys, really, when you count our crack fun turn Clint. Fun turn over there. Uh, he's rocking the Maverick shades today. I he love is. it. So we, uh, yeah, essentially we're just a bunch of guys that, that love Jesus Love life, and, and mm -hmm. we're right there with you. We don't pretend to know everything, and we're not going to give you fluffy answers. We're going to give you what the truth is. Nice. I like, the, I like the idea of no fluff answers. Hashtag no fluff. Nice. We've been doing good with the hashtags. Let's go. So, uh, <laughs> typically, we've been uh, diving right in. Yeah. Which we can. Or we could at least catch up a little bit on life. Um, if you watched last week, you know that I was terribly ill. <clears throat> If you're listening now, you can tell that I am still... Yeah, still recovering. Still in a battle. That's right. I thought I had recovered Sunday, <laughs> and I found out Monday that it wasn't over yet. No, man. As a matter of fact, we looked into it, and it can last, what, like, I think I said up to eight weeks. If it's a sinus... Yeah, sinus infection? Yeah. Jeez, man. I'm sure everybody thinks it's the big C-vid. You know what that means. The reason we're not actually saying the word is um, it will affect us. Mm. Social media. Nice. Right, C-Vid. You guys know what I mean, right? Wink, 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 podcast people. C-Vid. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> cough. Vid. Yeah. Anyway. Gosh dang it. They thought it was that. It's not that. I can smell and taste. However, I woke up mm -hmm. yesterday. It was yesterday morning? I, told I think you it was yesterday, yeah. I couldn't smell or taste. Um, this is a gross story. <laughs> so I'm like, this cannot be. Because I, ha I had this back in, what, December? Yes. The C-Vid. Turns out... I got angry later in the day. <laughs> Blew my nose so hard. This is so gross what I'm about to tell you. This kind of green glue, little bit just shot out into it. And then I could smell again. So crazy, mm -hmm. man. I just so just it. apparently congestion stuff, man. Mm -hmm. One little just piece of mm -hmm. mucus can just cause you to lose all this, all that. Yeah. I took a Sudafed right before this show, which could be why my voice is affected because it's actually coming out of my head now. Oh, it's draining? Yeah. Long time to talk about gross things, but sickness. But hey, I hope you guys are doing well. I know here in Indiana, we're in, we're we're high into uh, we're we're knee deep into allergy season. Oh yeah. So we've all been affected to a degree, even you. Yeah, man. I have a feeling that I have chronic sinus. <laughs> Sinusitis. Yeah, man. Because I'm constantly always just clogged to some extent. I can always feel mucus in my throat mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. I've just grown used to it. We've lost a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> mucus. <laughs> but yeah. It's not good, man. It's not fun. No. Well, you never, too. You're kind of like me. You didn't grow up taking allergy pills No, either. nothing. I, me either. Yeah. I, 
I just thought I randomly got terribly sick twice a year. Yep. <laughs> Spring and, and fall. Even aside from that, I you know didn't really ever take like ibuprofen or anything hardly ever either. So that's it's a weird world to live in. All natural, <laughs> all natural recovery. Except for Slim Fast, I drank Slim Fast a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, just because it was just there, right? I mean, you're yeah, just man. taking it from your mom. Yeah, man. My mom was like, "Hey, kid, have some Slim Fast." And I was like, "I love it." He thought he was like just taking it from his mom. Just some tasty we, chocolate milk. We man. sort of prompted the question, really. You know, you think that was a plant that she wanted you drinking the Slim Fast? Probably. <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. No, I mean, it, it, it was a good idea because yeah. she knew I wouldn't eat vegetables, man, nothing. So she had to do something. <laughs> <laughs> to get you to get your vitamins. They used yeah. to stick, what was it, green bean? No, it wasn't green beans. They used to, they used to stick corn on my mashed potatoes. Did you eat it? Yeah. I mean, I would feel like these weird little chunks every once in a while, yeah, but I never thought about it. corn pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Never. They're not weird little chunks. It's the corn that was in there. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to understand. They said they used to put corn in potatoes because it was good. You were like, yeah, but it had these little chunks in it. That's like, right. Yeah, the corn. <laughs> yep. <coughs> yeah, so, it wasn't the corn. You know. <laughs> yeah, so um, we had a lot to talk about. We got a couple articles, mm -hmm. a couple of, uh, you know, questions. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, anything going on? Anything you want to talk about? I guess included in this, mm -hmm. in, uh, in general, let's just. Back up here. Anything you want to talk about <laughs> about your life? Um, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. Guys, um, P.S. One other thing. I've got to address this because it okay. was brought to my attention. And I watched the show and it was true. Okay. So last week, if you watched the show, I was terribly, terribly ill. Oh, yeah. Way more than I thought. I had not. <laughs> and it I was told that, well, one, I had, if you watched the entire show, it mentioned... I mentioned that I almost passed out, which oh, yeah. you can see the panic in my eyes, like when it happens. If you go back and watch that section right before, I'm going. Um, <laughs> so that being said, it also was brought to my attention that I looked like I just did not care about anything you were saying. Oh. Well, I'm serious, because and I looked, and it's kind of true because I was on my phone, and I did not remember doing that. Trying to survive. Yeah, actually, <laughs> honestly, part of it was me trying to be like, focused on something else. That yeah. being said, guys, when I get on the phone, I if you're watching from the video. Most of the time, I'm just getting our questions or pulling up because we, we don't plan, we don't script the show, but we no. do have what we're going to, some of the articles. So I right. try to get stuff ready in, in time. Yeah, we and have like a general outline. I just don't deal. want you to think, or I think you know that, but the oh, world yeah. would think I don't care about you. Yeah, All I right, definitely knew you were listening. So anyways, yes. Uh, what do I want to talk about? So I'm definitely in the midst of a Kairos moment. I think I've mentioned that. Can you describe what that is for people? The yes. Kairos moment? Uh, a Kairos moment. Uh, what we like to call that is it's like a moment in time where you feel like time stops and you know like something is happening right now. It's uh, that, you know, you either have a choice to process through that or move on. Mm. And it usually is like, it can feel like it's like God trying to tell you something, whether you can yeah. figure it out or not. It just feels like time stops and you just know, okay, this is something that is much bigger than your everyday life. Yeah, those moments in our life when you can feel, you know, sort of like heaven and earth meet, right? Those, those moments that hit your life at, and I, I mean, everyone's had them where it's like, man, this this is meaningful. Right? Yes, it could be your wedding day. Sometimes when you see that, it could be the birth of your child. It could be, you know, sometimes it's a tragic thing and it's yes. hard moments. And sometimes it's moments like this where just we learn something in a way that like hits us. So, yeah, uh, Kairos, Kairos, Kairos. It comes from a Greek word. The Greeks had more than one word really for time. Mm -hmm. Kind of two. There may have been more, but I know Kronos, which is like the time, the way that we are used to viewing it, mm -hmm. and Kairos, which is those kind of moments. Interesting. Anyway. Just for people to understand yeah. our lingo. 
And that's not in the Bible, but those moments are kind of described in the Bible. It's just that way we have a way to speak to each other yeah. and understand what we're talking about. Awesome. Um, also, I always loved the little chart you guys used to draw. Yeah. We had a old... We used to have a life group. You could throw it on there. A life Can group. Co- ah, on this video? I probably, probably could. I'll send it to you. It's on yeah. my phone. Sweet. I'll do that. I'll, yeah. So, you'll so see, you guys will you'll see, see it on the it, screen. Yeah. I'll try to pop it up in the corner or something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he. we used to do this this like this little chart to explain how it works. And essentially, it's like that moment that he was talking about. And you have a couple choices. You know, you can... It's kind of like a loop. You know, you can either see that moment and you can kind of start to think about it and, and, and you know acknowledge it happened and then you can kind of just loop around to where it just keeps happening or you can take that loop and as you're going around realize okay i can do something different and i can walk to that with my brothers and sisters and then you can keep going and move past it and learn from it and grow so um yeah so i just like you know they'll see it so you'll see a line on here yeah Kyra's moment the the x or the moment's going to show up whatever the event is and then it's our life right yep. and these moments happen and what god's trying to do is get our attention and show us in a way right that typically is trying to show us something. So it's kind of that idea of like, why does this same thing keep happening to yes. me? That's typically a good sign yes. or some moment. And then you have really it's split in between, you know, your, your two ways to deal with it are to ignore it, hop, hop it, yep. and keep moving on, which isn't good, right, typically? No. Because God's not going to give up on you. Or the other thing you do is, is sort of repent and believe, which is the sense of, hey, I'm going to turn away, I'm going to change something, and then I'm going to actually... I'm going to recognize I need to change something. And then the belief part is I'm going to change something. And within that, it's kind of broken up to help us process, observing, reflect, discuss, plan, account, and then act. So just people will see it in the screen. This I love it. And, yeah. I, it's, and I like the way you put it, how it's like this, the same thing keeps happening because that's yeah. exactly what I was going to go into because that, that's part of this. So for me, I'm definitely in a Kairos moment because I've just had the same thing keep popping up. So like it almost seems like it's every day. It's insane, honestly. Like, and I just know God's trying to tell me something. And so, um, I've, you know, what I've been going through lately, and the reason why I believe it's a Kairos moment is, I've had to try to, people have been really peeling back the layers of my faith by having conversations with me where they've pointed out, like, hey, man, like, you are not who, you haven't been acting like who you really are in, like, a month, a month, or probably even longer, um, and I've had to really, you know, you know, a lot of the time, you know, you have two choices in that moment. You can either try to deal with that and, you know, figure out what's going on, or you could, like he said, you can either just kind of keep going. And I think my tendency a lot of the time in life is to just kind of keep going. But, you know, God's not allowing me to because mm. it just keeps popping up so much so and so often. It's just not possible. I can't, you know, I, I can't ignore it. <laughs> so, you know, I haven't been the AJ that, came to know Christ for, for, you know, at least a month. I think it's probably longer than that. Hmm. But, you know, the, you know, everyone around me, the guys close to me, they've really noticed it for at least the past month that I haven't really been who I, who I really am. And, you know, I've shown a lot of older tendencies and who I used to be before I was saved. And, you know, looking back, I had, you know, I, I did a lot of, funny enough, I did a lot of thinking even just last night. You know, and I, I wrote down this giant list, you know, that I, I want to show people and, like, talk it talk talk to people because i think it's so important to um of things that either i hadn't noticed or they were things that i had noticed but i didn't want to deal with them because you know i didn't like i don't like looking at the ugly side of myself (laughs) so you know one thing i noticed is that you know and it's funny because for anybody that knows me you this maybe this will come as come as a shock maybe won't and and i and i mean that i don't know but 
you know, I've realized that like I am an angry person. Like I have, I have anger in me, and I don't deal with it. You know, I've because I can look back on specific moments and different situations where I remember being angry, and I and I either did one of two things. I either I either talked myself out of that, out of thinking I was angry in my head during that moment, or I just instantly shut it down. Um, but the funny thing is, is a lot of the time, depending on the situation I was in, I would still act out of that outwardly somehow, whether it was like subtle or what, what, whether it was, you know, you know, there was a, there was an opportunity to kind of let it out, but it seemed, it seemed like it was still normal just because of like the situation. So for example, like sports, you can let out anger in sports a lot easier than you could in like a stand, you know, a, you know, a regular social situation because there's, you know, with sports comes intensity and competition. Mm -hmm. So you can let that out. And so, and, and it can come off as more normal as like, oh, he's just being competitive. He's not angry, you know. So that was like, that's that's one. But you know, I've realized that like, I you know, I have anger in me, man, and like I have, you know, and from that anger, you know, since I've never really talked about it, you know, I th I definitely feel like I have some roots of bitterness in me, and that's hard for me to accept. But like, I accept it because look what it's done to me. Like, I can't I can't deny that I haven't been different. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can sit here and try to like, you know, I can try to trick myself all I want, man, but I haven't been who I really am. And um, I know one of the things that first intrigued me about Christianity, you know, when I was first learning about it was the idea, because I know you brought this up years ago in a sermon, was the idea of like a slow fade. Mm. <clears throat> And, you know, I feel like the slow fade, it's funny, man. The slow fade is, is it seems inevitable. It happens to everybody to some extent in some area. People have this slow fade, you know, and I think that's just because of, you know, who we are, you know, or that sin in us, you know, that, that that's bound to happen. But it's always about what do we do with it when you realize you're slowly fading? Do you let it keep happening or do you do you take a stand? And, you know, for me, man, I haven't been taking a stand and, you know, I haven't been honest and, you know, it's it's really, even just from last night, I can already, coming into today, you know, I know today I felt, go too fast. So last night, I felt some weight come off because I was just kind of typing this stuff out, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually being honest with myself. This is good. Now I just got to transfer that to being honest with others, which, you know, that's going to be in the process. This is going to be something I talk to people about, but you know, I felt that weight come off, and then even coming into today, I kind of felt like I felt anxious, you know, and, you know, it was cool, because you told me, like, hey, man, like, go read and pray, even if it's just, like, five minutes, and I went in there, and I prayed, and it was funny, man, because, like, I didn't even, it, it was, like, five seconds in, and I could, I could already feel, like, myself, like, I could feel that weight coming off, just because I was just being honest, even with God, right, like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have to be honest in that moment, I was in there by myself, but I did, because I believe in this, and I wanted to, you know, like, <laughs> this is real, and I wasn't treating it like it was real for the longest time, and that's why it all felt so dry, and, and, you know, it wasn't real, it didn't feel real to me anymore, and it's because I wasn't treating it like it was, and so I remember, like, you know, like, literally, like, five seconds into it, as I was praying, I could feel that weight come off, because I, I was just being genuine, and just, just talk, having a conversation with God, and I even, you know, a couple of tears came down my face, just because of that anxiety, man, like, it, you know, it's, it's, it can be heavy, and, you know, I did that, you know, and I read, and I, and I asked God, like, hey, please show me something that I can apply, you know, and he showed me something, you know, and it was just cool, like, and then coming into to this, like, man, even just within a day of going, okay, 
I'm going to just lay it out there. It's crazy how much better you can feel spiritually compared to like an entire month or even longer of just kind of playing the game. Like it's, it's insane, man. And so, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm definitely on a journey of realizing like, <laughs> yeah, man, like I was definitely on a slow fade and I don't want to go back to it. And inevitably when something feels like it is slipping, like I have to come to a place of making the choice of do I believe in this or do I not? And if I do, what am I going to do about it? And for me, that's being honest and letting people know, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. Like, and that's just something that I wasn't doing for the longest time. And, you know, it's created a lot of, you know, it's created a lot of issues for me personally, but, you know, it also hurts people. You know, it hurts everyone around you. And, like, that's not, like, you don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, you know, and make people feel like I don't care and all this stuff. And, like, so, anyways, you know, long story short, you know, I'm, on, I'm in the middle of a Kairos moment of, like, <laughs> honesty and, like, you know, do I actually believe what the Bible says about, like, letting people carry each other's burdens and, you know, do I, do I, do I choke out my own faith by letting my own feelings get in the way? You know, do I let that affect, do I let that overtake everything else that I've claimed that to believe? And well, I, working I through I don't that. understand that last part. Can you, like, make that clear for people? So, I, you don't want to let your feelings, what do you mean? Like, I think, because I think people are going to get lost if you're not, if you don't start being specific, kind of, meaning like, that sentence, what does that mean? You know, you're, what, what, I guess if you were to put it in one sentence, what is the Kairos moment? So, for me, the Kairos moment is. Or what are you realizing about yourself, kind of? That I am not honest with myself and others. Mm. Like, I'm not honest about with my what? feelings. Okay, there you I'm go. not honest with where like I'm at. Like, if you have a negative feeling, like you're yes, angry or sad. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm not Why honest. Why are you not? I am not because I don't want to deal with it. Gotcha. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying to make, because I think all that was good stuff. The last part, I was like, okay. I <laughs> no, no. I, I just want to make sure that you were, that people understood where you're coming from. Yeah. Because you were, you know, you're being pretty honest. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, man, that, that's just kind of where I'm at. Um, and again, like, I think right now, in this moment, I can see that the only way up right now, the, the only way to go is up right now. And I hope I can keep that. What does that mean? Uh, that Like, what's up? Up is just being, being honest. Mm. Like, you can't, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, there's no going down. You know, gotcha. if I'm following Christ, there's no going down. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like or what, how it turns out. It's only going up from there. So I'm hoping to keep that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's kind of what, you know, what my life is. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Well, yeah. I appreciate you being that transparent. Yeah, I think, you know, real talk. So <laughs> um, anyways, what about you, man? How are you? Well, I want to clean. Did you have anything to add or ask him or anything about what he said? He says no. Um, I don't really have anything, I guess. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't felt good. That stinks. Yeah. Yeah, you've been sick. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really it, man. I don't have anything that would be any different than things I've shared in the past. Still just trying to figure this out and learn what it means uh, to live out of this stuff being real. So, 
that being said, I guess fun turn. Do you have anything going on you need to share? You got to do more than just sounds, buddy. You got to give me something because <laughs> remember they they can't see you. Um, I don't know. I think I'm on this weird journey with my medication, and then realizing that I got to deal with that and dealing with my own emotional health and emotional yeah. everything that I don't like to deal with it at all. Um, so that's pretty much what's been going on with me. Um, otherwise, pretty much the usual. Just going around wearing Maverick glasses. <laughs> having a good time. Just going around wearing Maverick glasses. Driving my silver bullet of a car. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is fun. Turn his life update. <laughs> Maverick glasses and silver bullet. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I I guess one thing I think sometimes is I watched a couple of old episodes. This just happened, like in this show. Um, this has nothing to do with anyone else. It's just us. Things just everyone's, uh, including everyone's so weird lately. Like, I think you're saying yeah. What does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like they're weird too, or are you just acknowledging me? Uh, for myself, I've been weird, definitely. I, I said everyone. I think that the, uh, <laughs> meaning, sorry, I should clarify, everyone is like us. So this show, I went back and watched an earlier episode, and this is what makes this probably too real. I probably shouldn't do this. But it's tough, man, because it does seem like sometimes I feel like we come in here and we, like, dump our stuff, but we don't really help people process through it, which is really the point of the show. Otherwise, it just becomes us being people who sit on the couch and then use you guys that are watching and listening as our counselors or psychiatrists versus <clears throat> when we used to, when I look back at it, and I'm, I'm including me, you know, there isn't ever interaction anymore. Um, there's not a conversation. We just kind of make statements and move on, and I'm not trying to be critical. Then randomly... <clears throat> Which isn't, I guess there's, that could lead to a lot of things. People, it's just funny sometimes how, like what the show has become. Not in a bad way necessarily, but uh, I don't know. Like I said the other day, just taking us. I don't know if you guys out there listening ever do this. You, you hang out with people. Are you just around people too much? Sometimes I've wondered that. So you start taking things for granted, and then you just start making stuff like a, a checklist in life. So especially even friendships, relationships, stuff like that. And then hmm. what do you do about that? You know, I don't know. <clears throat> so I could go into it, but typically some random guy is going to get on here, ignore everything I say, compliment what you said, AJ, because he's sucking up to you. Um, and then not, so nothing, he's not going to listen to anything I say. So sometimes then even I'm like, okay, because what I would say typically like real talk is even that. So we had this interaction. What, what what was the point? Like he shared something. We just kind of joked about it and moved on. But you also kind of made it a joke when you put the part at the end, which is fine, but we don't right. get anywhere. And then your stuff, like that's kind of why I asked, like where does that leave you? Like what do you do? You know, I think if we're going to do this show for you guys that are listening, which is part of it too, is, is I don't know. Is there an answer? Are we just saying that, that, that life is just having these issues with no direction after it? 
Hmm. That's good, man, because I think... And, I, and I'm not criticizing you guys. I'm talking about myself, too. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's validity, by the way, and I think there's usefulness to processing things out loud for people to, like, share. Because I think, listen, guys, some of you out there listening and watching, you don't process. And we live in a world that doesn't really care about whether you process or not, doesn't mm-hmm. want you to. Or they'll use the word process as an example, as, like, a code word for, I'm never, I'm ne- I don't want to talk about this ever. Yes. <clears throat> so... That was my excuse a lot of the time I use that. That was that was me. I don't know. So all of that sounds negative, but then I guess if I'm being real, sometimes when you think about this show, it's like, um, you know, what are we doing for you guys? What, you know, maybe because we're not really like Logan Paul. We're not here to entertain you. We're not entertaining you. Right. But we try well, you say right, but then we kind of try to do that. But we're also then you've got the cool, there's podcasts out there and videos doing what we're doing now. Even though I do think we're one of the early ones, I really do. Um, who are answering questions and they're very serious, right? And those have a place too, and people really respond to those, right? And I've wondered for us, and this is real talk processing. Even and we've talked about this man for the, really the last year since COVID, trying to figure all this stuff. Dang, seated. Excuse me. You don't need to put the box on here. We understand Facebook. I wasn't making a statement about. Uh, yeah, we could bleep it. Um, you know what's our niche? What are we? What are we trying to do here? And then what do you guys want? We we ended Real Talk Live, which at one point, you know, a lot of people may that listen to this podcast may not even know what that is. We used to do a live version of the show where we answer questions, and then we kind of were like, man, the amount of time we put into this versus the what it's the fruit that it seems to be giving is not good anymore. And someone yesterday weirdly. Weird timing. It was like, hey, you guys should do Real Talk Live during the winter again when people are like inside. I was like, that's valid. Maybe we could. But I was like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm like, what are we, like, 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 what are we doing here? And does it benefit anyone listening anymore? And um, do, should we be, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, kind of, it sounds like. So you why kinda... am I processing that with you guys? Um, I just always try to think of the benefit of things. Yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, I, I like it. I like because it it's honest, like you said. Like, hey, it's real talk. So, like, I think it sounds like it's almost like we're trying to ask the you're trying to ask the question of like, as far as like the show, like, who are we? That's part of it. Um, I think early on we naturally had something, and then maybe it's because we're jaded and it's everything we're discussing now. We're just like sad, mopey men who just kind of wake up and do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. I think it kind of goes into the the idea of like what I said earlier about the slow fade, like in like different areas of life, like taking things for granted. Like you said, I think if we're not intentional, and I know that's kind of a cliche word, but like it's true, it's truth. Like if if you're not intentional about the things that you love or the things that you're doing in life, you can tend to just forget the impact it has or even with God, like you forget how important it is. How what you, what you're doing, the people you're reaching, the lives Maybe that can be changed. Isn't. Maybe people are doing us a favor, and we've stopped actually doing stuff for them. Like it's almost like out of like pity. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's I a possibility. Would, I mean, I'm talking about people in church. Some random guy in Texas right now. You're not watching this because you have pity, right? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but um. Hmm. So I don't know how this necessarily applies to your guys' life, people out there, other than. You know, I think you guys are right. I think, and I mentioned it too, sometimes it's taking things for granted and we have to change and 
kind of wake up again. And sometimes, you know, it's it's looking at your life and seeing what am I spending my time at time in versus the cost that it is. And if it's not fruitful, why do we do it? Hmm. And I'm talking about fruitful either for people in the kingdom. And if you're a non-Christian, it's going to sound crazy. It means the kingdom of God, God's plan and God's purpose. If it's not for that, okay, well, and it's, if it's not for you, what is it for? Hmm. That's just something I've been pondering. And I didn't think of it at all. I wasn't lying to you guys. You said something, and I remember last night watching an earlier one, and I was like, man, those guys at least were having fun. That's very true. It's funny, man. It's, I think, who was I talking to? I'm going to blow my nose here because at this point, this, this show's a train wreck, so it doesn't really matter. Hold on. <laughs> now, I was, I was thinking, because oh, so um, I can't remember if it was you or if it was somebody else. I can't remember if it was you or somebody else, but somebody had, because they were bringing up like older episodes, uh-huh. and they said like, like, AJ, you look so nervous. And I was like, oh, dude, I was definitely nervous. But it's funny because like, I almost, it wasn't me. I almost, <laughs> I almost feel like I would, I would rather be like that nervous person uh-huh. who is just like, oh man, like I don't want to say the wrong thing compared to like someone who's just gotten used to it. Because once you get used to it, like there's, there's always going to be like, you know, pros and cons to, like, getting used to stuff. But I think one of the cons of getting used to, like, a podcast like this is you just, like you said, it's just, like, you kind of go through the motions, right? Like, you, you, it loses the meaning and loses, like, the – it loses the, the yeah, message. that's just saying the same thing, though. Like, this is what I mean, what we're doing. What's the answer to that? What are, like, that could be what it is. That's what we do all the time. It could be this. What is it and what are we going to do? Because I think that's, like, helping people. You know, which again, and then I, I guess I get frustrated sometimes because, um, I don't know. I think sometimes we pander to the people that we shouldn't instead of just trying to do what God called us to do when we did this. You know, Real Talk actually came out of a sermon series where I used to let people answer questions in the moment that they wondered about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Really cool idea. Um, and it was fruitful, man. And like, if I went back and read to you the old questions, pretty crazy you know 2,000 questions and it was really real and honest and stuff and some of that I know is when things are new yeah um but like what what do we do now is that the focus is the focus us I kind of I think we fell into this spot which isn't bad like at first it was kind of like okay we're going to talk about these questions but we also want to share our lives so you guys can see how we live this Christian life but Mm -hmm. to me and then I don't know if it's you guys feel this way at all genuinely and I'm but to me, sometimes it's like now we just like throw out all our junk in our lives, but we don't actually talk, like process anything through it. And then it's like, okay, so why did we, why did we share that? Mm. Just so that we can be like, here's all of my personal information. Right. The and then, world. <laughs> you know what, man? That's really, it's actually really convicting because I, I see, like I see what you're saying. And I'm not saying you guys, I, I do it too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Because... It kind of goes into like the idea of like like this is one of my flaws, and I think this is kind of something else that I can think about that applies to my life is even in the midst of like sharing stuff, but also even like running into like problems in life, like how you we can talk about it all we want, which is good because you want to have people help you carry your burdens, but I don't, I don't think you're fully carrying your your burdens with people, like like letting them carry it if there's no like solution, like you said, like you're no not carrying no, you're not carrying anything. Exactly. Carry each other, like you're putting it on them and then walking away. It's like 
kind of like putting chains on people. No, I'm not trying to like. Even this conversation is getting weird because I still feel like we're trying to like put a show on. I'm just trying to say that we're. I think what we share is good for people, and I think it's cool. And we do that for you guys because at least originally, we want to share with you that you're not alone in the things that you're dealing with. You know, maybe you relate to where AJ's at today. Feeling like you're not honest with yourself or with people. And that it affects your relationships and it affects all those things. Instead, but we didn't finish that, man. It just ended up with like, this is a Kairos moment. I'm going to all the way, you know, which I'm not picking on you because I didn't really speak into it either because I don't know why. That's just a habit. You say yours, I say mine. Clint says his, we move on. Versus like what, and maybe you've already reached what your step is. But I, if you mm-hmm. did, I don't think it was very clear. Yeah, that's Beyond fair. like, I mean, maybe, and maybe this was it. I'm going to start being honest with people. Which yes. sounds like easy, but how are you going to do that in the moment when you've already struggled? Is it, is it one of those things that now you see it, it is easier to do it? You know, and then with Clint, you know, and, and I don't blame you. It's cool. Like we do joke, but he shared it and then we just stopped. And then mm. it was like, and then you made a joke like, oh, there's Clint's life, like sunglasses. When actually he shared something real in front of it. And then we didn't even address that. We just were like, okay, cool, check off the box, let's move on, which is what people do in life. How are you doing? You tell me, and I go, great, take care, and then you leave. And like, I don't think that's what life's supposed to be. I mean, at least in this, in this faith, man. And huh. now there's dead silence. So that's, <laughs> dude, that's so like, it's funny because I think. I don't even see that a lot of the time, which is so like, it's, it's kind of scary. <laughs> like, especially for like a show, right? Cause like you said, it's like, we're just getting, getting back into a show. Gosh, that's so, well, I think it's scary in life. This just happens to be where it's showing itself right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We got to figure it out for you guys out there watching because you know, I, I apologize that we have just not really, I mean, I don't know what we are anymore. And we need that. We need to decide that. And we've asked people, and I think the lack of input on that. I mean, people have given some means. It's it's kind of you know if we're going to sit here and say God's real, then we need to go to Him and do two things. One, should we continue to do this? And two, if we do, what is this? Because that is the truth. Um, you know, and be real with ourselves about what's not happening. So. That's just where I'm at because I don't want to, again, <laughs> um, I, I want to be, I was like about to be defensive to the, like the person out there that's like, Todd is mean to AJ and Clint. <laughs> it's like, no, man, like <laughs> trying to be honest because I do the same things. I think so. I guess I did. I guess I do have stuff in me. I just didn't want to talk about it because when I think about it, I'm like, why am I slightly angry? And then it started makes me think of Christian culture. And then I was like, you know what we're doing? We're just becoming Christian culture show. Here, I'll pretend to process something, but not. And then some guy gets on here and says, "Good job," you know, Clint. When he really doesn't necessarily interact with anything he said, he's just trying to check the list. Yeah, man. Um, not really, not really doing much at all. Like I, I see what you're saying because, like, I feel like we're on. We're, there's either, I don't know. This you're right. It is Christian culture. Like if we break it down, it really is. We've allowed ourselves to 
this is normal. Mm-hmm. And and once we've accepted normality, we don't have any. It, it goes deeper than just this is a show because we're not wanting. You're right. We're not wanting to process. We're not wanting to talk to each other really because either past hurts are now taking over, insecurities, things like that. Things are starting to take over and starting to be at the forefront rather than wanting for us to be like, you know what? Forget about it. Let's go. Let's go hard. Let's go 900 miles per hour right off the bat because we need to be real about what we're going through because that's the only real reason people grow. And that's what we did at the beginning of the show. And now we're to this weird point where we're, it's almost like we're hiding in plain sight. Yeah. I like I don't that. Know if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense, actually. I, I was going to actually add to that because I agree with you. I think you're 100% right. I, I think you said something. Like, I was thinking just for us. It's very clear. Like, guys listening, like, what he said, our own, we're having issues between us as guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're pretending we're not mm-hmm. for the camera. And people are not dumb. <laughs> and they can sense that. Right? Which so, is interesting, yeah. Um, no. Typically, if you run a professional show where you make money, we don't make a dime off this show, P.S., because ain't none of you guys donate, like two of you. Let's just be real. Right. You know, the Christians that do watch, you don't, you don't donate because it, it's not your church, so how dare you? But if we had a million views, you would, because then we're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, no, I made someone mad. Eh. Um, <laughs> but, I, but like for us, though, you know, it's awkward, man. Like if I was watching the show, I'd be like, dude, what is their deal? Like, why are they... So what AJ said, if we're honest, he, what he's doing is affecting his relationships with us. Yes. What I'm doing by not, by having this like frustration, excuse me, that I'm not taking to God really about like culture and even some people in my personal life and, and hurts that I've been, that I'm still, I haven't admitted still hurt me from my past with churches and church and culture it leaks out at times, you know, and I let my frustrations leak out. And because why? Because I don't do what God says. It's not about showing it on the show because the truth is if we did it off camera, what God tells us to do, then it wouldn't happen on camera. So if you and I have an issue, Hmm. instead of justifying why it hasn't been dealt with, we just sort of subtly reference it on the show, you know? No, I don't, I think it'd be ridiculous to deal with it on the show. But this is just a good example, even for people out there, like, you know, if you have an issue at work and you never deal with it and you think, oh, well, and you have that weird tension now or at church or in your ministry or in your marriage or with your kids. And it's like, man, if we just do what God told us to do, that wouldn't happen. What do you mean, Todd? Well, God says, you know, if your brother or sister sins against you, go to them and tell them. If you repent, you've won your brother. If you believe your brother or sister has something, has, has something against you, you go and make it right. And this includes wife, daughter, son, anything else. If you forgive, if you offer grace, if you're patient, if you're kind, if you bear each other's burdens, if you endure all things, believe all things, you know, as he talks about um, in 1 Corinthians 13, he talks about love. That's what's really going on. And it's weird, man. Um. Yeah, I just, I, I just sometimes think like, what? Boy, I don't. We've, we've championed so long real talk, right? The idea of like, let's have, it's okay to have that, right? Especially if the the reason you're sharing it is to a carry a burden, b 
have shame pulled off you, see, overcome an issue, that's awesome. But if not, what is it? Well, if just, I just vent. Yeah, just talk, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not even being mean because that's, somebody out there is going to be like, see, we should never share. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, you know, I don't know. We're, it, it's, this is a weird show, so I'm going to defend this a little bit. So, for instance, I have some frustrations with people, certain people. And if I was being fully transparent without the camera on, I would tell you guys why and who and kind of things, right? Yeah. Um, or at least if I didn't say their name, the type of person. But when I get in the show, I don't. I halfway do it, and then people can tell I'm frustrated. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the same for you. Like, you have these things, and, and you're trying, which makes sense. That you're not going to tell every Guys, we're not going to tell you names, and who knows? I mean, yeah, yeah, because I don't even know if this is making sense. It, but, I think it's making me, sense to me. Sometimes I look back at our at, at us and I'm like, what are we like? What are we doing right now? You know, like again, I'll, I'm gonna be real since you guys don't know. AJ, you look like you hate this show, all the time to me, but I can't say that because then Bob out there, who literally, by the way, is not even an actual fan of the show. Yeah, it's just a guy who watches it periodically to suck up to you because he would like you to join him in life because you're young and cool, right? Maybe, or maybe your mom, or I don't know, you know, someone like that. Yeah, I get it, yeah. And so they, they kind of defend it, which only in, in turn, which is also, isn't that so true in life? So if I come into your life and I'm trying to really help you, maybe I'm your friend and your brother. We've had this to each other, all of us. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to push into this. And they don't know our background. They don't know our past. They don't yeah, know they that don't know behind the scenes we've been fighting together against this thing for a long time. And they just come up and go, it reminds me, uh, you know, how dare you be that way to me? It's okay, AJ. It reminds me of uh, Clint and I. You remember that basketball a few months ago where Clint was like, hey, man, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I want to get better at this. You know, let me know if something's going on. And I would tell you, and then the guy on your team who doesn't know you or know me is like, quit being mean to Clint. Right. Which only fed you in that moment, right? Oh, yeah. And then later you'd be like, yeah, dude, it kind of made me mad that guy did that because it only, the emotion in the moment is I didn't hear what you, want to hear what you had to say, Todd. But I would have heard it. But then when that guy came in and did it, it kind of hit my flesh of like, yeah, he is being that way. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Exactly. And we do it to each other. Yeah. So like, anyway, that's a whole different point. But you look like you hate the show. I look like I'm angry at the world. Clint looks like he's given up hope. <laughs> right? Like, what are we doing? I think, yeah, dude, I think it breaks down at the end of the day very simply. We're hiding. And then you're right. I feel like we're on like this weird TV script. You say this just like what you just said, but you can't say this, mm-hmm. which is why Christian culture is at where it's at today. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, we can't say names. We can't say things like that. But I think even at the end of the day, when we're sharing our lives and things like that, you're right. We're not sharing everything. We're only sharing a part. And that's part of our trust issue. That's part of our, all of our things. Like I know I can speak for myself. A lot of my stuff is because of trust issues and things like that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I break it down in my head at the end of the day. It's like we've been fighting together for so long. It's like the enemy finally slipped behind our ranks just long enough to stab us all, three of us in the back, and then point at e- have us like point at each other. And now we're all like, we're like all on guard, but not really talking to each other. And it's this weird moment. Yeah, yeah. And I, just, I don't know if that makes. No, sense. No, no. I think that's. I think that's good. You kind of. You. It's funny. I am not changing the subject. You say something that makes me think more, but it made me go. You know. Let's be real. If you don't have joy, it's not my fault. If I don't have joy, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. The Bible says joy is a fruit of the Spirit, meaning it naturally happens when we're healthy. What does that say about the three of us? Not healthy. Not healthy. You know, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. I know that I'm probably not everywhere I need to be. And what ends up happening, kind of like you said, I like you said defense, like if I'm really real on real talk, I'm just, and I, <laughs> see, I'm already prefacing. I love the church with a capital C. I love it. I do. Passionate about it. I know I'm a part of it. I don't think there's any perfect church in the sense of, because there's no perfect people. No. And that's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is we're not, but we're striving to be that we forgive each other and we stay in community. And I just can't stand the diluted version. And that's D-I, although diluted also is kind of true. Diluted and deluded um, version of this stuff, man. And then, you know, this kind of, I, we end up kind of responding and letting those people set it, set the culture like mm-hmm. we said, right? Instead of doing what we used to do. And just be like, hey, whatever. This is what it is. Yeah, man. It stems from mm-hmm. walking. So, like, there's people that I've just allowed things to frustrate me to the point where I guess I've lost, I kind of lose hope, and then I start acting in a way that I know isn't the way with transparency and, and loving you enough to interact with things and <laughs> realizing that the world out there doesn't want another scripted show. They want they're Christians, they want to walk this out and know what it really looks like and to know they're not alone in their failings and in their struggles and the things they're dealing with. And then if they're not Christians, they but maybe they're seeking, right? You're a person of peace. And that what that means is you right now listening, you're not a Christian, but you're open to it. And you, you know there's something missing in life. You just want a place where you can come and hear people not give you the the, the sterilized version of this stuff that doesn't that doesn't make sense you know I talked to a guy I told you a few weeks ago I, I invited this guy a neighbor to church and uh it's funny man he he was all about being buddies with me until I did this and he said yeah man he goes I'm not even a Christianity I just realized the deeper I got into it the less sense it made hmm. and it's funny because I said to him I said you know man like that's and I meant this genuinely and I don't think he believed it, though, because he's used to people just bullcrapping. Right. And I was like, you know what's funny, man? That's complete opposite of me. It's the more I got into it, the more I studied the words of Jesus, the more it made sense. It only doesn't make sense if you judge it based on sometimes the culture we've created, both, both within mainstream Christianity, but also within the world, right? Who they say he is versus who he is. Man. Because it's not a philosophy, you know, and they try to make it that, and it's not, I don't know, it's not a set of rules to, like, keep people from raping and murdering and pillaging each other. It's, it's, a, it's a real relationship with the living God. It is a transformation of a person from dead to alive, you know, into a new person. So, I don't know. But it's hard. It is hard. And, and to encourage you both and us, and I'll shut up after this so we can get back, and then the guy that's listening, Bob, is going to say... <laughs> Yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. There I am again. Sarcasm. Sorry, guys, genuinely. But I don't even know what I'm saying, but I don't know. That's where I'm at. It's hard when the when it seems like the deck's stacked against you and the people that only follow the, dilute, the diluted version of Christianity, including me at times, because I just confessed I did it, I'm doing it. It seems like they always win. Hmm. They always get rewarded. Right? And then the world says, well, God must be with them. And then you start doubting yourself, right? Even though the, the word of God, the Bible says one thing, you start to look and see where the crowd's going. It's hard, man. It's hard not to see 
Maybe that is the right way. Even though Jesus himself said, hey, narrow is the way that leads to life and few will find it. But is it, isn't that also the, the nice little lie that he likes to spin, the enemy? Mm. And he's, he's operating with the traitor because your traitor is already saying, man, I don't know. Traitor's just what we call the flesh, guys. It's the old person of us. It's that, you know, we have our lingo that we know what it means to each other. So it's yeah. kind of our nickname for that part of us that rebels against God. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to... Yeah, the, the traitor's already saying it, that part of you is just going, oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe they maybe, are. Maybe they are. Is this yeah. really worth it? And then the enemy just comes up and goes, is it worth it? Are you saved? Are you going down the right path? Are you really one of them? Do you really know Jesus? All those little questions. Mm. And they're just, and, and everybody out there, here's the truth. You've had those questions. Every single one of them has popped into your mind. And I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter if you are Mary Poppins and have the perfect house. Man. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You've had those thoughts. When you lay down at night, you have those thoughts those little lies that come in and they shape your life. And I think yeah. one of the easiest things is to go, well, maybe maybe I should go do that. And then you start to put up the walls because instinctively we know if we live in that culture, you're going to have to put up walls because at the same, because if we were living in Jesus, following Jesus, we don't have needs for those walls because that's what it is to go to your brother every time you have a problem with them. That's what it is when you follow Matthew 18. That's what it is when you love each other like you're supposed to, and don't focus on yourself and allow people to love you. That's what it is. You don't have a need for those walls because you're walking together as an army against the enemy. You're walking together as a group, as a body. Mm. Rather, we, I think more, more times than not, we don't want to act like a body, but we rather act like we are pieces separated but in a, like a bag. We're like a chopped up body in a bag. Mm. trying to bite at each other and rip at each other, but that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to operate together, not by ourselves. It's mm. good, man. Real good. I was thinking of the, the rewards, and you're talking about how people who don't follow you know, God, they follow the example of the world, and even Christians, you know, capital, church with a capital C, you know, they, they, we can tend to create these these weird, false, like like you said, like they're not actually following God. It's just all based on mm. feelings in the world. And I think we're also we're in moments when things are happening, we're so willing to just want a reward of any kind that we just settle for that moment. Yeah, man, that makes sense. So, and and what I mean is. When I when I'm when I'm saying that you settle for a reward of any kind, you don't realize that God has so much more. I guess mm. that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, you know, this it reminds me of a song by this metal band. They're Christians from Indianapolis. Pretty cool. They're they're, they're called Forevermore. I don't know if they're around anymore, but yeah, it's really, really awesome. <laughs> and uh, one of the choruses, one of their songs they came up with, is, I think they said like, "We all." we all sell this short for like this half-hearted formula or something like that. And it's so true because, you know, you can see these people, like you said, who have created this culture that is not Jesus. It's just half truth. And you see that they're being rewarded for it. And you just want a reward of some kind. So you, you, you're willing to, you're willing to settle for that because at least it's something while if you were to just hold on to the truth have heart and 
push through that and and stay grounded in truth, you would realize that there's so much there's something so much bigger than that moment of that small little reward that isn't really a true reward. <laughs> it's just a reward in the in the world's eyes. You know, it's kind of like the idea of crowns. You know, you're gonna settle for a a cupcake instead of a crown if mm. you were to just keep keep staying grounded in those moments and realize that there's so much more. You know, mm. so that's kind of what it made me think of when you're talking about you know people and these rewards and how they it can seem like they're they're the ones winning when they're not. You know, they're not winning. Mm. But it's funny, man, because we can also not we can also be the ones not winning it, even if we're just sitting there going like, why are you, why are they winning and we're not? You know, like we just have to we have to stay grounded in the truth, man. And I I don't do that. You know, I don't. A lot of the time, you know, I I can feel hopeless and I can feel, you know, alone. I can feel a lot of this a lot of these things because I'm not willing yeah. to look at the truth and and apply it. You know, I'm not willing to go, hey, I believe this, but now let's live it. You know, so. It's funny, man. I, th I think you're right. A lot of this show has become, you know, I've said before, I'm so scared of just becoming a character, and I think that's kind of what's happened, man. I'm kind of a character who just comes on a show every week and talks about life, you know. And, and sure, like what I shared earlier, like you said, like that that's real, like that's a real thing that happened in my life even last night. But, you know, if I'm not in a mindset of, if I'm not in a mindset of what am I going to do to stay grounded in the truth and move forward, then why, why talk about it? You know, so that's really good, man. Like, I mean that. It's convicting to me because. I just think if I was watching this back in the day, we, we had a joy that might make people go, what's going on? I don't think that's the case anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just tired of, ironically, on Real Talk, I'm tired of talking about it, man. I want, you know, I want to, to, to walk in that because that is the truth, you know? And. I don't know. I just, I love you guys. I believe in you. Um, you know, I just, those, those are my thoughts. I wasn't even necessarily, not, and thank you guys for processing with me because I'm not even saying that I was right. Those are just things I think sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I had this thought of like, man, like you said, Clint, I think you mentioned it. I mean, it's just, you end up, and what you said so good, you just end up, maybe we were looking for, where the, we, were, we were looking at the ministries or videos where the crowds were going. And saying that's what we need to be. Hmm. Instead of just sticking to who we are. Yeah. You know the convicting thought that hit my mind? And remnant people listening, people out there in the world, Todd has a famous famous thing. It should be a quote by now. <laughs> but seriously, take off your Christian knees earmuffs. Take out the remnant knees earplugs. Take it all out and listen for the first time, maybe in months, or listen. Maybe you've been listening this whole time, but hear this. Todd says this all the time. How real is it? If it's real, then what are we doing? And if yeah, it isn't so real, like seriously, because I think what we've, it's everything that we've said. We've settled for something that isn't what we're supposed to. We're not doing what we're supposed to be doing probably. Mm -hmm. And we're not doing what he tells us to do. And if we're not doing that, then of, why, what, of course we don't have hope. Of course we, we're sad. Of course we have all these things. Because at the end of the day, we're getting lied to all the time. And we're not we're not strong. We don't we're not rejoicing in our in our battles because right. we don't realize how much of a blessing it is to even be in the battle. Well, we don't view it as winning. Exactly. We're not we we're living in that we're losing every time, not even realizing that we've already won. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Oh, man. If you're winning, it's if you won the game in a football, if you know, if, if I go into a football game and I know I've won the game, say I already know we're going to win the game, do I mope around during the game? No. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to, it may, we have our down moments, but at the same time, I'm going, I won the freaking football game. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good analogy, man. I don't know. There's just no, there's no urgency in myself. Like, when I think about my faith, like, if you believe this is real, man, like, why aren't, why? Like, why, why are you no- so miserable lately? That's the thing I've just kept coming, man. Like, like, I'm just saying, you know, like, people that, now, I know some we've talked about, but I guess I'm saying it for other people that don't know you. I'm, I'm going to put it this way. If someone turns this show on, this is for all of <clears throat> today. And then turns one on from three months ago. Big difference. I think so. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It goes for all of us, but... And you kind of said it. So, like, I guess, you know, I don't know. I'm not calling you out because I didn't share anything either. It's more of, you know, letting people know that that's part of, been part of that the difference. And like you said earlier, because you did start by saying, hey, I haven't been who I was. So how does that look to the people out there? You know, what has it done for you, man? Not just like, hey, the guys around me have told me that I am not the same guy. What are you not feeling the same about? You know what I mean? Inside. How has it affected you and your walk and your relationships? Mm-hmm. That's just an example of the things that, like, you have so, like, 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 I hate when I do that, <laughs> that you have so much to offer, man, in your processing that a lot of people probably ha- don't do. I think uh, what you said just really made me think a lot is, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like someone's caught my chest. <laughs> so it sounds like my voice is like, and my voice, my voice. The strangest really, show we've ever had. My voice went from like, to like, uh, so. Well, I get it, man. Trust me. <laughs> when I look back and I can see a difference from the beginning and probably even like you said, even just from like a month, like couple months ago or so. I think there's a lot of shame, a lot of shame that has been inward. It's been held inside that, that it's leaked outward. Mm. And, and so then it's, there's no hope, right? So even though I'm talking about, hey, there's hope, it doesn't look like there's hope because I'm just like, there's hope. <laughs> I got you. So, because you're seeing it, you're not necessarily living it? Exactly. I can. Me too. Exactly. Because so, you do believe it. Yes, I believe it f- my whole heart. My, li- my life has literally changed. I can see that. I'm a completely mm-hmm. different person. But when you hold on to shame and you just continuously carry that by yourself and you don't talk about it, and then, and then that's not even on top of like these other feelings you didn't want to you know, process through and even, and even deal with, you know, yes, that sucks the life out of you. <laughs> it sucks the, the joy. It sucks the, the hope. You know, because joy is not based in your feelings. So if you're living in your feelings all the time and you're letting it run you, of course there's going to be no joy because joy is above circumstance and feelings. Yeah. Joy is going to be outward. But if you're not if, if you're not willing to set those things aside, you're not going to be outwardly joyful. Like, people aren't going to be able to tell the difference. It's funny. I, I, it's funny that you said that because I noticed. I was, I, was, I was processing through something deep, but when you said that, I realized I was literally being such a mope about it. And I was like, frick. And that's probably the biggest difference I would see looking back at the beginning of the show compared to now. 
is even if I was dealing with something then, I was dealing with it with a hope that there would be more. There'd be something better. I could get over it. I could overcome that because of the Holy Spirit and, what, and Jesus. But now, because of all that shame I've carried for so long and not thinking that I'm worth anything anymore, there's no outward joy. There's no outward hope. So that's what needs to change. Like, it's like, you know... Why would people want to watch the show or why would people want to be a Christian if we can sit here every week and talk about there being hope and that there's, you know, the, the message is that you're never too far gone and that grace, grace has no boundaries. But what are we putting out ourselves? Like, even by saying that, how do, you know, can people sense that there's hope in what we're saying? And for me, there hasn't been, which so is so convicting. So wasn't that say there isn't, that you're, there is no hope? No, that's that you're not living in hope. Yes, that I was. I what myself, is hope? Hope is, hope is looking at a situation, even if it's bad, and going things can get better. Things can. It doesn't matter if I'm enough. It doesn't matter if I can't do anything. That maybe it's not even in my control. It's me going. Hey, there's hope that there's a good that something good can come out of this. Mm. And I think you can live, and that's I think hope is hand-in-hand with joy because if you're living in joy, then it doesn't matter what's happening. That's that's what's crazy, and I think that's what's hard for people to understand. Even me to this day, I can still struggle with it because you're sitting here going, okay, I'm going to take all this, all this crap that I have, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if – if it's the heaviest weight in the world on myself, I can choose to, I can choose to hand it to God and go, you know what, I don't want to, I, I can't handle this by myself. And if you're willing to, to choose joy in those moments, like, you're already overcoming it in a way. But people don't want to look at it that way. We, we either want like, a, like an instant solution to what is happening, but we're not willing to put in the work to see any sort of, to see any sort of, you know, progress or we just accept that it's never going to get better and that's why there's no joy we're not willing to see that hey there is hope you know i think hope has become just like a weird and especially in the christian culture and even myself like hope is just this thing that we say but we don't believe in you know because i can tell it's funny i don't know why that it just it flipped it flipped a switch in me of like what the heck am i doing like I can't sit here and talk about hope and then not outwardly show, hey, there is hope. <laughs> you know? Mm. Like people are going to tell, like, why do you think we're called the salt of the salt of the earth, man? People can tell a difference in you, you know? P- even if it's people who don't even know you very well, because that's the light. You're shining a light on the world that is full of darkness, you know? That's based on how you outwardly show your faith. And if you're and if you are outwardly showing you your in. faith Okay. And if you're outwardly me, showing your faith on. Um, then, uh, sorry, I lost my thought. It's my fault. I told you <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, if you're outwardly showing your faith, man, like it's going to speak to you, but also others. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it just clicked in me. Like I've, I've been such a mope about be, being hopeful. That's so weird. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> those that are listening to the podcast or the video, our buddy Norman goes to our church, just came in and I actually am meeting with him after this. And I told him to come up. He has no clue either what's going on. I literally am saying, no, I don't. Uh, so, Norman, you can either come over here. You can stay right there. It's up to you whether you want to be on the show. But uh, He's like, I'm him. Well, I want to be well, on. Well, I meant you're going to be on it regardless. <laughs> what we're talking about, you, this is all my junk. I'm terribly ill, as you know. Hi, this is Norman. You're going to have to squat down, buddy. 
So, um, I, I was thinking about this. Norman, let me ask you a question. This is completely unplanned. This is a train wreck episode anyway, so we're just going to roll with it. This is um, awesome. Norman's one of the few people, you watch the show, right? Yep. Uh, pretty regularly. Yep. And you, you go to our church. Um, you can come in close here so we can share. I probably won't get you sick. <clears throat> but, so we're kind of talking about when you see the show later, you're going to see that we've, it's been a train wreck. <laughs> but also, um, we're just trying to be real about the show. So I'm going to ask you a question, completely un, un, unscripted. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. I don't know what he's going to say. Yep. There's no ex- response. I'm not looking for a response. I just want to know the truth. So as a long, you've watched it from the beginning. You've been on the show. Correct. Right? Two questions. One, have you noticed a change in the show, good or bad, in the last six months? I know. That's crazy. I'm putting it on. Yeah, I would say I noticed a change. What uh, is it? So it definitely seems more focused, like in the, the conversations. <laughs> Still today. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like that it goes direct. Like I like the topic when you guys bring in other topics as well, because uh, I think that's kind of what's missing even in church nowadays is addressing the topics that are going on in the world. Hmm. Uh, and then I guess you know, also this is to the people who uh, go to the room that don't listen. I've noticed <laughs> that uh, we are not. Uh, as active in sharing that stuff. Mm. Uh, and I know, you know, that's one big thing that, you know, we talk about even, uh, you know, is being different, being the change, setting culture. And I think that's one way that even here for us members at The Remnant, it, to set culture, sharing those things that impact your life. Hmm. Yeah. So do you think, well, now you've made me think of three questions. Um, second question is why beyond the fact and be real even if the reason is just you are my buddies I love you by the way the remnant for those that don't go here listening from out of state because there have been 30 different states 11 different countries as of a couple months ago so maybe you're one of those remnant is just is the church that sponsors this show yep we're all part of that church Norman goes there Um, so he's talking to our church folk kind of calling them out that's cool that's what we do that being said beyond why do you watch the show week after week uh, I feel it really does help me grow and learn more. Uh, I mean, something AJ had said has to be over a year ago mm-hmm. constantly reminds me uh, because he was telling me, because I can let people impact how I feel, whether good or bad. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember exactly how you worded it, but it was about why do we let people have so much power over our life is because we'll believe them during the, uh, what they're saying negatively about us because they always speak to us positively. So when someone says something negative, we, we automatically just believe them mm. because they speak so much positive in our life. And so that's kind of constantly thinking about that. Like, you know, it's kind of funny. I was actually uh, reading in my Bible today. Uh, it was in Hebrews talking about uh, encouraging one another. <laughs> and so I was like, for me, I'm like, I put my own journal is how often am I truly encouraged? Because it says to encourage each other daily. And I'm like, am I really doing that? And like, encouragement to you might be something different than AJ, but am I encouraging someone daily? Mm-hmm. And not always am I. Well, that's, that's pretty ironic. Because <laughs> uh, you have no idea what we just talked about. No nope. convicted me. Um, yeah. Yeah, my mind's kind of yeah. blown. <laughs> <laughs> so, for instance, for me, you already know this about me. I can let the people who 
Uh, just real talk. I shouldn't have to preface this, but I'm going to. I'm not perfect. I don't think I am. I don't think I have all the answers. I don't think I've arrived. This is what I do know. Uh, loving people, forgiving people, giving grace to people, and speaking truth to people. If you do those four things, really, I mean, that's just tangibly. God said if you just do two, which is love God and love other people as yourself, you're doing pretty good. But those, when you do those four things as a believer to me, you know, that's, that's I'm doing it right mm-hmm. to, the, to a degree. So to do that, do you fulfill the law of Christ? Yeah. The issue is when I see other people, and we talked about this, and I let people affect me, man. I let people, I let, I let people that, I let the crowd affect me a lot more than Jesus did, and I need to be better at that. And it gets me down and it makes me, robs me of my joy. Sounds like you, you're being robbed of hope for the same, but kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so pretty crazy that you said that. So, oh, yeah. It, um, it that's definitely true, fits. Man. That's so good. So I guess the other question I was originally going to ask is, this is, <laughs> well, believe you, do you think that we seem like we enjoy doing this show when you're watching it? Uh, I think there's some episodes <laughs> there are and some episodes uh, that uh, you seem like it, it's kind of going through it. And it kind of even at that, like, you know, it talks about, you know, we're supposed to do the hard things. Mm-hmm. So even if you're having those moments where in here it might seem like, you know, it, it's hard. I think because I know both of you, you more than AJ, you wear your emotions on your sleeve. So it's not good. And so it's easy to see to see that. <laughs> but also that's, again, that's also I think what's missing in the church is you don't really have pastors who their congregation, there's people close to them that know what they're going through. Mm. And so it's kind of something that, you know, we've talked about a lot. Like, you know, what are we doing as members to help our pastor carry each other's burdens? Like carry his burdens because he's helping us carry our burdens. Mm-hmm. But like, what are we doing to help him? Like you have burdens. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing to help you? I have some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, man. And, and uh, those are out there like, what does this show become? Well, this is what it is. And I think it's kind of cool that you showed up because I think those that have watched from the beginning, even if they're going, man, this is wild, God, this stuff is real. This guy comes in and says something that directly relates to... Oh, oh it's relevant. Well, Big yeah, time. it's Holy Spirit. You're going to see it later. Oh, yeah. Uh, even Fun Term is going, oh, this is crazy. Yep. Um, so I don't know, man. I guess... Again, what can I say about this show to people? <sighs> you know, first off, I'm sorry that we have not been being real with you. Yeah. I'm sorry, too. Um, and secondly, is this stuff is real, and, and it's okay to wrestle with things, and it's okay to not say the right thing all the, all the time, and it's okay to, like, have to, I don't know, have days that, that are hard, and it's okay to ask questions. And if you're out there and you're not a Christian even, it's okay. God doesn't, you know, you've probably been told at times that it, it that, you know, people have snapped at you for asking questions about God in the Bible, and they shouldn't because you can ask them. You know, Jesus said, you know, if you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me. That's what God said. Um, and part of that is, is doing that, Love is asking questions. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And we shouldn't be afraid because the truth is if our, if our faith is so tenuous that it can't handle hard questions, then, I don't I mean, what is it? Is it real? All right. Is it real faith? And I think God, it, it will answer. And uh, 
You know, I want to get back to that. I want to get back to, we definitely, it's really good to know Norman as far as answering, like, we did have a bunch of topics today, which we did not get to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know Fun Turn put together some of them. We had a couple. So we're excited to do that. It's good to know. But also, like, we want to invite you guys into this, you know. Help us make this what it, what it should be. Ask the questions. Don't be afraid. Even if it's about us, ask the questions about God, about, like, life, about all of it. Because I know you have them. <laughs> I know you do. Because you, you, we have 2,000 questions. 2,000. 2000 and some of those man. ones at the beginning, man, like the first, probably the first 1,200. Mm. Um, I hope we didn't create an environment where we focused, I don't know, so much either way, either on being ridiculous that we didn't answer those questions, or two, that we... Maybe our mopiness and like my frustration it showed makes it look like we don't want to answer those questions. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Do you think? Because also you guys were uh, there's COVID. We were doing this. COVID hit us, and then so yes, people were at home during COVID and they could have watched it, but they're just COVID just an, another excuse in a way to not changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. You're right. About the church, even. And that's a really good point, Norman, that I never thought about, is maybe what we're sensing, too, is... If I just didn't get you guys flagged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that... Man, that's a, that's a great topic. I almost want to end there and pick up on this topic, because maybe that's something to talk about. Maybe CVID has affected Christianity and the church and everything associated with it way more than we're willing to admit. I'm serious. Like we yeah, know statistically, we were, for the first time in 80 years, I've said this that church attendance is what was it, 40 or fi- under 50, under under 50, under 50 percent in America, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know that a ton of people haven't went back. Like our church, mm-hmm. I'm very thankful to special people. Like we're open, people are coming. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but what does that do to you as a Christian? What does that do? Even what you said, this is interesting. So even though let's say in our town, you know, we, or our church, people are coming, but how has all of this insanity, the stress? The, the feeling in, in our in our society, our government, yeah, right? Fear. I mean, it's chaos, the fear, we know. Yeah. Yep. How is it affecting us in ways that, like, we're all kind of accepting, this is life. You know, yep. like that dog that's burning and that, the house is burning in that cartoon with the dog, and he says, no, this is fine. This is like, fine. that's kind of what we're doing, right? And maybe it's affecting, maybe we're not being real about what it's doing to us. You know, talking about the fears and all those things, you know, because mm-hmm. that's such a great point, man. Maybe that's even for us. Yeah. Maybe we're not being real about the effect that, this craziness is having on us. Because CVID is not just about the sickness, right? It, we're, mm-hmm. we're using that to symbolize what's happening in our government, what's happening in the world, what's happening to our rights, what's happening to our culture, what's happening to society. We're mm-hmm. being polarized. You're either here or here, right? You're mm-hmm. only you're, you're this or you're that. Yep. And, and CVID medication that comes when someone stabs you with something, I just am trying to avoid being <laughs> censored here, that is just the symbol. That's the dividing line, mm-hmm. but it's way more than that. Does that make sense? Because yep, it's it goes deeper. Can I, right I, when I really roll want to roll into this show is when we're going to have to end. Because this is good. Maybe this will be part one, train wreck part one. I'm in. We'll I love it. We'll pick up train wreck part two later. Right, I'm in. So like, you know, I've said it before, and like, COVID. Sorry, there I go again. The current sickness that's going around. <laughs> oh, we're already we're done. Yeah, it's right. okay. That's what I call it's, it. It's, it's 
dividing people like okay if in you, a lot of ways though isn't it if you don't do this if you don't get Just this current way. thing that we're pushing uh you to take that you can go to one of the local places and get if you don't do that you don't love me like we've already started putting out weights on people yeah like and that's not true like just because you know there's that whole thing it's always been uh my body my choice and now it's your body my choice it's kind of like it's flipped well except in certain situations right yep mm -hmm. exactly Dude, that's you know what I mean by oh let's just be real I can abortion okay mm -hmm. this concept even well, even that right I mean it what a weird thing that we're living in this society where it says what you just said that flip has happened but not here mm -mm. and now you have half of <coughs> excuse me I've told this story make it brief this is great now the show's really picking up thanks Norman for just busting the rest of the wall down that we really <laughs> put a hole in. But let's be real about this. So I even have a buddy that is that claims to be a Christian, one of my best friends. You guys know this. And what he said, <laughs> we'll get you a chair for part two. What he has said about just that topic alone and how, I guess what I'm trying to say is like Christians on both sides of the aisle are saying that Christ is for their side, which makes it even more confusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even so maybe mean? we need to quit messing around. And if Facebook doesn't want to let us talk about this, then we push everybody to rumble. That's true, okay? man. Or we push everybody to, like, we can find a platform to yep. where we can talk about this stuff. Because mm -hmm. you guys oh, deserve yeah. an answer biblically on some of this. And let me tell you something. Some of the stuff that's going on right now, the Bible is silent on directly. But that doesn't mean that God doesn't have a direction for us. Mm -hmm. So that's the question. I think that's where we're going to close up today. Because things got crazy. This did not go anywhere I expected. But I love it. It's beautiful. And at least in a weird way, we kind of got real again. Yeah. Norman's sitting down here like a dog. <laughs> at the uh, thank you, Norman, for coming in and for letting yeah, me cut into our meeting time. No problem. Um, so we're going to come back with you guys with part two of this episode and podcast. Yes. You will see part one and then part two. I've got some crazy ideas I'm going to throw out. Uh, part two will come out within the next 48 hours as well. I'm just going to tell you that right now. All right. It's not that hard. We do this all the time. I love it. Um, but also with that, I'm just going to say right now, by the time you see it, we may have already done it. We're going to go live and answer a few of the questions that we didn't get to because this turned into something else. All right. Um, it'll just be a live, literally probably us with a phone answering your questions because I want to get to some of those. Norman will bring Sick. Norman back for part two. Uh, maybe we'll invite some other people in. Let's just have a discussion. Let's get real. Other than that, we love you guys. Love you, Norman. Thank you. No problem. Uh, you got anything you want to say, man? Close up shop here? I uh, love you guys. Got anything? Check out the podcast. Perfect. And we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to say the spiel. We're coming back with part two. You're going to want to join us because this might be the one that gets us fully censored. So, <laughs> so paid, we'll, see, we'll, see you, uh, we'll see you sometime within the next 24 to 48 hours with part two. Boom. Other than that, you know where the link is, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Shoot us those questions. Let's get real again. Let's wrestle with God, life, the Bible. Let's figure this stuff out. And let's quit pretending um, that we have to be quiet on certain subjects because mm. I'm sick and tired of pretending that. Nice. So there's that. If you want to donate to the show, which 99% of you don't because, frankly, you don't want to give money to things that are good. Uh, <laughs> but if you do, www.theremnant.live slash give. You know who you are. Let's just be real. Or you watch the show, and P.S., this is not to all of you, <laughs> but some of you know, you, you. I think I'm thinking local again, you know. Uh, you can't donate to us because we, we aren't a ministry of your church. Mm -hmm. um, people are still getting reached. Mm -hmm. So other right. than that, I love you guys. We'll see you soon. Have a great day. God bless you.